too much fun, too much sun. I mean, after a few days, it begins to accumulate. <laughs> Look at the dust. Yeah. How are you holding up, baby? Actually, I had a pretty good day today, I have to say. I remain pragmatic at all times, and that helps me, because if you can't laugh at yourself, who can you laugh at? We really are getting worn out here, aren't we? <laughs> I, can hey, a, I can think of a few people. I can think of a few people to laugh at, but I'll hold that off till later. You know, we're chasing stories here, and and a perfect example of that is this morning. Uh, it's 10 o'clock, and I'm headed out to the ultralight area because I know I've got just enough time to hoof it out there, find a particular target I'm looking for, an airplane, uh, uh, 10, part 103 certified ultralight, and I'm going to try to see if I can wiggle a little of their information they're going to be talking about later out ahead of time, because it really helps. You agree. You see if you can yeah. get, them to, get them to spill the beans just a little bit, and you get, a, you get a little bit of a jump on your story. And I get out there, and there's no one in the tent, there's no one around the airplane. I can see the still warm coffee, so I'm feeling a little bit like a CSI person, right? <laughs> and it's got the name Kathy written on it, so I know that's the person I want to see. And then the announcer goes, and here comes so-and-so and his da-da-da-da-da, and I look up and I go, oh, there he is. <laughs> I am the showcase. You found him. Yeah, exactly. A lot good that was going to do me. And by that time you look at your watch, you realize you need to move on to the next thing. And I guess I'm going to find out what I'm going to find out when I find it out, you know? So a little, a little bit of that going on, you know, but you've got to spin your wheels before you can get the story. Yep. David, I saw you eating waffles this morning. Were they good? Yum. <laughs> you get waffles. You haven't been to the waffles? Whoa. Oh, no. at the radio station. That's, uh... I will be getting waffles tomorrow, then, because I'm going to be on Women's Shine at 10 o'clock in the morning. Oh, no, no, no. Before 10, there, there are conditions attached. Oh, i got to get there before 10. What is the condition? 8 to 10, and you have to mention that you heard about the waffles on uncontrolled airspace. Oh, well. That's not you a problem. <laughs> I did. I just heard it right now. One of the big things that's been going on here the last couple of days is Thunderbirds have been practicing. You, I, I don't quite understand the difference between practicing and what they're doing because they do their whole show with their announcer and the, the whole thing. Is it what, what, what makes it practice? Was today still a practice? I thought yesterday was the practice. Both. Well, you know, people practice medicine, so maybe it's just like that. That's what it is. Yeah, okay. Right. You, you hope you get it right the next time. <laughs> no, they've been doing, the, well, yesterday anyways, they did what seemed to be their whole show, and then... And the music and the whole thing, and when it was done, then the announcer said, "And now the uh, that's the com you know we completed our formal practice, and now we're going to do some other routine, other maneuvers to you know kind of." And they went back and did a couple that I quite fr they were they needed the practice if you ask me. I were a little uh, maybe I'm a perfectionist I don't know but uh, well and 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 as they are they're perfectionists, but we've talked in these little minisodes the uh, last couple of days about the wind velocity which drives us into the press release, a press room tent where we are right now. Uh, and that wind, even for those uh, uh, highly loaded F-16s, has a lot of effect on their timing, the line, the track they have to take, and how those maneuvers execute. So um, 
I noticed some repeating of some of the maneuvers yesterday. They're working off landmarks, the visual cues, stopwatch timing, power levels, and then having to factor in the uh, for Florida, very Kansas-like winds. So yeah, yeah, the wind's been crazy. It's been crazy. Hey, let me just jump in here and say uh, welcome, folks, to uh, this is a UCAP daily. This is a 179 Delta, and we're recording this on. Uh, what do you think was so funny about that? Yeah, uh, it just I don't know Alpha, Beta, Charlie, Delta. This is a this is the Delta episode of uh, the UCAP Daily from Sun and Fun 2010 here. We're recording this on uh, Friday. Uh, what is today? April 16. Yes, sir. And it's day four of Sun and Fun. We're getting there gradually, working our way through it. Another thing I saw today that was cool was that so they do these heritage flights, all right? They started this a bunch of years ago where they do sort of what might on the surface seem like a mismatch of airplanes. Like they'll do a modern fighter and a and a, uh, a P-51, you know, and flying in formation, and it's cool. Today they did a C-17, which is a pretty big cargo plane, and a and that's what we were trying to figure out what it was, a caribou or a we, buffalo. We, we think it was a Haviland caribou. Yeah. So it was cool to see these two airplanes side by side flying in formation. The, the 17 looked like it was like throttled way back. Oh, throttled way back, and, and the caribou wasn't working that hard because the 17 will fly very slowly. And I managed to get a long lens just in time to get a couple of the passes on uh, on, on, on the chip. Uh, and it was interesting seeing them because, as you said, the heritage flights we've always associated with combat aircraft. This time it was support aircraft. But I don't think I've ever seen such an extreme differential in size, size was pretty as the C-17 too, yeah. and the de Havilland. So. Yeah, yeah. So. How about you, Amy? What else have you seen going on here? Ooh, I got to fly with Eric Lindbergh in oh, really? Embry-Riddle's first Green Fleet airplane. They are running swift fuel in the left engine of a Piper Seminole. Mm-hmm. And I had the opportunity to fly in the airplane and watch them start the, the engine. Left engine. Yes, start the engine and um, proceed through and fly it. Watched all the temperatures. Everything stayed exactly the same. They have done nothing different to this engine yeah, other than was, put swift fuel in it. I was talking to these folks the other day, and it seems too good to be true. Well, I have to tell you that until we get down to the price point, of what it actually costs to mass um, produce and distribute this fuel right now. I mean, it it weighs 6.45 pounds per gallon as opposed to 6.28, I think, for Avgas. 6.85. Okay. Well, it, 5.85. Thank you. Okay. So almost six pounds for ab gas is almost six and a half pounds. So on a full tank, full tanks, 18 pounds difference. That's really nothing. Um, specific fuel, the density of the energy is actually higher. So you're getting more bang for your buck right. out But my question is, are they in fact making this stuff from biomass yet? Yeah, 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 yeah. They are. They're refining it from bio, biomass okay. and, and petroleum products. It mixes with petroleum products, right. so you can run it, it mixed with avgas if you want to. That'll probably be one of the next yeah. things they do. They've got 35 hours on the engine. They're taking, pulling the plugs every five hours, and they're borescoping, looking at the engine. Um, so far, they're pleased. 
um, with everything it's doing. And I can tell you that it looks and feels like the other engine. It's syncing up. It's not. It's run, not running any different. It's uh, starting a little different. It needs a little more prime for a cold start. They said they're pretty sure that by going to a to a slick start system, they can fix that. Um, yeah, the slick start system. For those of you that don't know, is a spark boosting system that goes uh, in the uh, magneto line, so that it raises the spark power considerably during the starting process. There's an element of that also built into their uh, uh, laser ignition system. But the slick start booster is even more powerful than what's in the laser system. So it should fire diesel fuel if you needed it to. Yeah, and what was also fun was this particular Embry-Riddle, an older Embry-Riddle um, Seminole, obviously, they would use the older one. Yeah, well, we can, we can run anything in these engines because we're going <laughs> to pull them out anyway soon. Um, but they had their ADSB up and running on the MX-20, so you could see all the, all the traffic. Um, and it, that was lovely to watch as well as we were going through the showcase. We went around a couple of times. So, so what else? You're almost done here. You're going home soon? Or? Going home tomorrow after we do the radio show in the morning. Um, what are you doing there? I am going to interview Caroline Garrett, who f has flown her Mooney around the world twice, raising money for um, Lou Gehrig's disease, ALS foundation. Uh, I may also get the opportunity to have a little chime in from Dorothy Cochran, who is a curator at the National Air and Space Museum in Washington, D.C., and a Women in Aviation board member as well. So, When tomorrow morning are you doing this? Uh, between 10 and uh, 10.30 to 11 in the morning. Okay, well, a few people might It'll listen be to this live. before. So then, a few but, uh, people might. But they're, they're archiving all that stuff, so people yes. will be able to listen to it later on as yes, well. Yes, they yeah. will be able to listen to it. We've done Women's shine every morning of sun and fun so there should be a whole set of them yeah, to our david you and i are heading over to the radio station uh, after this to do the gathering of the aviation podcasters we're going to meet up with some of our compatriots competitors that's what my handlers tell me <laughs> that's me folks <laughs> i point david all over the place whenever possible sometimes, um, I, sometimes I point back but we won't discuss the digit input all right, well, on that note, Jeb's going to be back tomorrow. He was supposed to be back tonight, but he's having too much fun out in the real world. No, he's actually trying to get some assignments done. And uh, he'll be rejoining us tomorrow morning, and we'll be on the daily tomorrow, and we'll, of course, be when we record the, the main podcast on uh, on uh, Sunday morning. What's what? You got something else? I said I have one more shout-out, which is did you see... Um, ASA now has some of their books uh, available for the Kindle and the iPad. No, I didn't. Amazon.com. Oh, take a look at that. That's interesting. I saw another iPad thing that was interesting. The, the flight guide people. I was just going to point that out. Are are working on a, an iPad version uh, that gives you access to all their data. And, and Sporties has now got an app that will allow you to download video portions um, of their training videos so that you can, in fact, it's an add-on to anybody who buys their training DVDs that you can buy the, you can buy this app and then you can have access to them anywhere. Yeah. 
Yeah. All right. Well, on that note, that's David, and that's Amy, and I'm Jack, and Jeb was still on assignment. He'll be back, and that's it for uh, Delta. We'll talk to you tomorrow.